Let's pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity that we could be here, that we could join together as a group, a body of believers, as a family of brethren, of believers here in this place, that we can come in and as we worship you, we can experience your presence and the healing and the blessing that your presence brings, Lord God. And we praise you, Lord God, for your goodness. We praise you for your faithfulness. But we know, Lord God, you are not yet done. That you are going to speak to us through the word anointed by the Spirit of God. So I ask you, God, to anoint me to preach and anoint everyone to listen. So that they would receive everything that the Spirit has for us today. Lord, I thank you. It is not an accident why we are here. It is your divine purpose that we would be here today. Therefore, whatever needs to be done, do it in the name of Jesus. And all of you who agree, say amen. Amen. All right. So if you guys been coming regularly, first and foremost, it's good to be back preaching again. Amen. Did any of you miss me? No. Wala. Yeah, it's okay. I understand. I'm, I, I don't get hurt. I don't get offended easily. But, but I, I really thank God for the preachers that, you know, I thank God that the strength of New Life North Metro is not limited to just me or my wife. I believe that the strength of this church is spread out. It, there's so many people that provide strength to New Life North Metro, that provides giving their supply, uh, giving their life to, to, to follow the cause of Christ. And we are not here. We cannot survive today if it is just me and Mara. And, and I thank God for the leadership and the volunteers. Come on, let's give a hand to all our leaders and volunteers. And of course, all of you who consistently come and sow your time, your talent, and your treasure into North Metro. Without you, we cannot be possible. So congratulate yourselves as well. Give yourself a pat on the back. Good job, myself. Yeah. So, you know, three weeks ago, Pastor Paul Chase, how many of you were blessed by Pastor Paul's preaching? Amen. If you attended the 4 o'clock, you watched his preaching on the screen. But if you attended live at 11, then you were able to hear. I believe that we were reminded of three things that God wants us to understand as a church. That we need to have revelation. Amen? And from that revelation of God's Word, who He is and what He's done, we can now be secure in who we are and what we can do. And that security in Christ and in yourself allows you to have godly relationships. And when you're in the middle of revelation and relationships, Pastor Paul said you will find your purpose. But because since I'm very OCD, I changed the word purpose and I said reason. So revelation, relationships, and reason. Amen? Kasi nagulungan ako sa purpose. Sabi ko, bakit P? Nahulog ba yung paa ng R? Kaya naging P siya? Lord, palitan ko na lang. Revelation, relationship, and reason because the word purpose and reason are basically the same they are synonyms pastor bakit naman english wala naman tayo sa school ngayon bakit may synonyms antonyms homonyms wag na yan well they 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 mean the same that's basically what i what i wanted to say amen and then 2 weeks ago my loving wife who is now <sighs> never gonna let i just want to let you know that pastor is uh, at work, she's away at work. She is in New York City. New York. And sending pictures, making me ingit, making me want to go to New York. But no, she's there for work. Ano ba to si Pastora? Kaka-ordain lang. Nag-Melbourne. Ngayon, nasa New York. She's not on vacation, don't worry guys. She's there for work. She's, attend she's visiting the office in uh, Connecticut, and then she's going to be attending a uh, conference for the people in her industry in Nashville, Tennessee. So she will be gone for three Sundays. So pray for me. <laughs> pray for Judah. Pray for the church. But pray for her as well, that she would have a wonderful time, that she would be safe there, and that she would uh, be a blessing to the people that she's around. Amen? And then last week, we had a wonderful message from, from Melvin. Everybody thankful for Melvin? Amen? Yeah. 
So Melvin, you know, prior to that, we, we started a series that we began on our anniversary, and we talked about two words, uh, a compound word, which is only life or unlimited life. So we already finished the only part, the U, the N, the L, and the I, signifying our church characteristic, who we are as a church, based on who God is. We know that God is a supernatural, unusual God, therefore we are an unusual church. Amen? We know that God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are united as one. They are triune God, therefore we are a church of incredible unity. Amen? Are you there? All right. So all of this, God desires when He created Adam and Eve that we would do life together and we're looking unto Jesus. Amen? So, you know, all these things that, you know, we, we come together and we, we, we believe, we're looking unto Jesus because He is the author and finisher of our faith. Amen? All of these things, and we are a nurturing family because God made us as his children. He is our father and we are his children. So the only part was basically who, who he is and who we are because of who he is. But last week, Melvin started, you know, earlier this morning, I kind of got my L's mixed up. But to make it clear, uh, since this is the recording which we're actually showing, uh, to make it clear, Melvin spoke last week on let us do life together. Amen? Correct, Melvin? Let us do life together. And it is the beginning of our journey. The L-I-F-E, which we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks, is about uh, now that we know who we are, how are we called to live our life? And God has never called us to live our life alone. Amen? And when you get that revelation, going back to Pastor Paul's preaching, when you get that revelation, you begin to have, you desire godly relationships. Look around you. Look around you. Don't look at me. Look at the person beside you. Do you know at least one of the persons you are seated next to? Yes, diba. And maybe that person is the reason why you are in church here today. Or maybe you are the reason why that person is in church here today. Diba? Could it be that maybe there was a reason bakit kayo nandito ngayon? If you don't know the person beside you, maybe there's a reason today that you are seated beside them. Maybe God wants you to get to know the person beside you. So if you don't know them, make sure that before you leave here today, that you would look at them and say, Hi, my name is... And then you shake their hand, or if you don't want to shake, fist bump na lang. Diba? And maybe there's a reason why they're there. Why? Because I believe God is calling us to divine relationships. Because you will never fulfill your purpose. You will never fulfill your destiny. You will never fulfill your reason alone. Are you there? You are, nobody is called to do life alone. Nobody is called to do ministry alone. We are all called to one another. And God is wanting us to get or to develop godly relationships. Maybe some of you met your spouse in church. Diba? And you think, God, thank you, Lord, that I went to church and I met my spouse. Maybe some of you are looking for a spouse. Look around, Pastor, wala dito. Baka nasa 11. Baka siya din nagahanap sa 11. Pastor, wala dito. Baka nasa 4 lang siya. ba? But I believe, I believe God knows what's best for us. Amen? Come on, guys. Wake up. Amen? Yan. Praise God, Lord, for an excited 4 p.m. service. So we know, we understand that God doesn't want us to go through life alone. It's so That's why it's so important that you belong to a life group. Yes, that's right. It's so important that you belong to a life group. Amen? And so if you don't belong to one yet, please, before you leave, talk to somebody outside. They'll be sure to plug you in to a life group. If not, hanapin mo lang si Melvin. Melvin, ayan po, lapitan mo lang siya. Grab his shirt. Gusto ko ng life group. Amen? Sometimes we need to be desperate. Grab, it, grab life by our hands. So today, 
I want to do the I part. And the I part of life is, again, a calling that we have as the church. And the call of the church is to influence society. I believe God is calling you and I to influence society. Now, everything we took from the book of Acts chapter 1 and 2, and so I want to read this portion about why I got influencing society from the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, verse 40 to 41 says this, and with many words we see here, Peter is standing on the day of Pentecost. Peter is preaching Jesus. He is preaching the gospel. When you talk about the gospel, you preach about the birth, the life, the death, the crucifixion, the burial, the resurrection, and the eventual return of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. When you say, when you hear the word gospel, it means the proclamation of good news. What good news? That Jesus Christ is our King and He is our Savior. Amen? The gospel is not hard, church. It's just tell people about Jesus. It's that simple. But I don't know Jesus. Then read your Bible and you will get to know Him. And as you read your Bible, I believe He will reveal Himself through His Spirit. Amen? So here's Peter talking about Jesus. It says, with many words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. How many of you know that's a lot of people in one altar call? Yes, church? That's 3,000 people is no joke. I'm looking at you, you're about 100 maybe, about 100 people that are here today. That's, yes, that's 0.033% of 3,000 people. Amen? That's, if you think this is a lot, it's 3,000 people got saved. How many of you know that 3,000 people saved in one place at one time and give their life completely to Jesus, that can bring change to a place. Amen? But I want to also let you know this today, that one person who surrendered their life to Jesus and give their life to Him and completely say, Lord, here I am, save me and use me, can bring change to a nation. What, Pastor? One person? Yes, one person. But I thank God that every time we have the opportunity, there are more than one people that come and receive the Lord. Jesus came not just to save people, but to save the world. And the world is made up of people, but it is made up of societies. Amen? Groups of people form societies. And societies form culture. They have value system. They have morals. And the culture, the value system, the morals actually influence people in making their decision. So as a church, we are not just called to bring people in to, a, to separate them because the word ecclesia means to be called out, to separate them from the world. Yes, we are of this world and we may not be, be in, we're not, we are not of this world, but we are in this world. Do you understand? God is not taking us to heaven when we get saved right away. He is leaving us here because we are called to bring change. We are called to influence. Amen? So Peter talks about this, that generation as a perverse generation. And this is over 2,000 years ago. Yes? He's not talking about today. Peter said, be saved from this perverse generation. He was talking about over 2,000 years ago. But the Bible says that as the time of Jesus Christ comes closer, that the world is going to get darker and darker. Things are going to get worse before they get better. Are you still here? So if at that time, 2,000 years ago, they lived in the perverse generation... How much more today are we living in? So you may be asking, Pastor, what does perverse mean? 
What does the word perverse mean? Did you ever ask that question? Ano mang ibig sabihin ng perverse? And I want to share with you what it means here today so we can get a better, a better picture. The word perverse means the Greek word skolios. Everybody ever hear that word skolios? Sounds familiar? I know, what does it sound like? Scoliosis, niba? Anybody ever heard the word scoliosis? If you haven't, we'll pray for you. And then we'll talk, we'll share. You can approach me after the ch- service. And, Pastor, ano ba yung scoliosis? Hindi ko pa yan. Well, basically, I was very familiar with the word scoliosis because my mom had scoliosis on her back. And she had to have a 16-inch metal rod placed in her spine. It was an 18-hour surgery where they had to open her back and clamp this metal rod into her spine to prevent further damage which the scoliosis was causing. Now, what is when I heard scoliosis before, I always thought scoliosis meant skeleton because it was it, the, the deformity happened in the vertebra or the, the yung sa spine natin, yung vertebra, yung buto ng likod natin. Tama po ba? Yes? Pala, I realized that the word scolios means perverse. And the most used translation for this word perverse or scolios is the word crooked or curved. And then I realized the reason why it's called scoliosis is because the spine in scoliosis begins to curve and get crooked. And then my scientific PT, in case you didn't know, I was a physical therapist uh, for many years before I became a pastor. My, my education in college, thank you, USD, plugging. <laughs> my education in college started to kick in. And I realized, what happens, what is the importance of the, the vertebra or the, the, the backbone in regards to the body? Number one, Remember this, okay, because we're talking about perverse or crooked generation. Number one, it, inside the vertebra or the, spine, the, the, the backbone is our spinal cord. Ano ba yung spinal cord? Spinal cord is an extension of your brain that goes down your back and from your spinal cord branches out, out every nerve in your body. And this nerve supplies every muscle or, or anything that needs movement or life or, any, or every organ and muscle in our body. Naintindihan niyo po? Your muscles have, have nerve supplies. They are supplied by a nerve. And so, I'm looking at the church as the body of Christ. Tama po ba? And God would be the brain. As Christ is the head, God would be the brain. But the extension of the brain to the rest of the body is the spinal cord. And I believe the spinal cord is the Holy Spirit. Grabe, no? Ang layo ng nakarating ng, ng skolion na to, perverse na to eh. And I believe our culture, because a generation is defined not just by the people, but the culture, the values, the moral system. I believe the culture... The values, the moral system of our generation, if it, is, if it is kept upright, will protect the Holy Spirit and protect God's speaking to the church. But when a person has scoliosis, there is a tendency that the nerve that comes out of the spine may be impinged, naipit, or kaya baka maputol. And when there is no connection, ang mangyayari po as the brain cannot send the signal to that muscle. And I believe if we are living in a perverse generation, the voice of the Spirit gets weakened or cut off even from the church because we are allowing this twisting, this curving, this perverseness to stand in the middle of our generation. Another function of our backbone is to keep us upright, to keep us straight. And if our backbone is curved, 
then we, are, we can never really stand straight. There's always going to be compromise. See, when we live in a perverse generation, there is a tendency for compromise to happen, especially in the church. See, a person who has scoliosis doesn't really know that they're not, they think they're standing straight because they've gotten so used to that curved body that they have compromised themselves to make it look like they're standing straight. You see, if we don't, if we don't act now, church, we can live in a world of compromise. And I believe we are already living in a world of compromise where people don't really know what's right and what's wrong anymore. Because everybody is doing it naman, so siguro naman pwede na yan, no? Naintindihan naman ako ni God. Nandyan naman yung grace ni Lord eh. I am forgiven, I am accepted, tanggap na lang tanggap ako ni Lord. Pero doesn't the Bible say that we are called to be conformed into the image of His Son and not remain the same? Come on, did you hear me? As believers, God's, the Holy Spirit's role is to transform us into the image of Christ, not keep us the way we always are and just continue to forgive sins. Listen, Christ died on the cross once. Let's not keep bringing Him back. Lord, no, no. Grace is not an excuse or a license to compromise. It is not an excuse or a license to live in sin and just feel good about yourself because of God's grace. Amen? God is calling us individually to get saved, but He is also calling us corporately to bring salvation to our generation. Amen? See, this is not the first time the world was in this kind of situation. Actually, if we look at the beginning of the Bible, let's look at Genesis 1.1. Are you okay? Are you still there? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Tama po ba? And then it goes on to say, verse 2, And the earth was without form, void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. Let's keep that verse up there. Let's not bring it down. Okay? Thank you. So, so if we just said earlier, everything that God does is good, everything that God creates is good, amen? How is it that the earth was without form? How is it that the earth is without life? How is it that the earth was filled with darkness? When everything God does, He is light, He is life, He is order. What happened here? Well, basically, Jesus kind of mentioned it and He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. You see, when the heavens and the earth were created, God created His heavenly hosts as well. Amen? But there was a rebellion in heaven and the king of perversion began to say, I want to be just like him. I should be just like him. And the Bible said he fell. Where did he fall? I believe this is where he fell. And in this place, there was, no, there was chaos. There was death. Death meaning separation from God. And there was darkness. Now, I heard recently the babalik na naman yung rotational brownout system sa Pilipinas. How many of you say in Jesus' name, no? Anybody? Anybody grow up in the 80s here or ako lang ba? Meron ba nakaka-relate sa akin? Kaman kawai naman dyan. Now, you were alive during the 80s. And during the 80s, we experienced this rotational brownout. Tama po ba? Yung mga buhay pa ng 80s dyan? Yung mga iba dyan, talaga, pastor? Kawawa naman kayo? Ganyan yung buhay mo? Yes, every day at a certain time, we knew it was going to brown out. And our rotation usually happened at night. And so, we knew that at 8 o'clock, the lights were going to go off. But yet, it's so funny that every time at 8 when the light goes off, you hear the neighbors, Ay! May nakaka-relate ba dyan? And I'm wondering, bakit sila sumisigaw? Iniisip ko may nagta-type sa computer, 
Sabi niya, sige, sige, one more, one more line na lang, magsisave ko. Kasi back then, walang autosave. Pastor, walang autosave. Ano bang mundo yan? Caveman ba kayo? You had to press control S to make sure na mag-save siya. And then, siguro last na line, biglang nag-brown out. Ah, lahat nag-denive ko na wala. Or maybe they were doing, or maybe nagsashower sila at biglang nawala ng ilaw. Ah, yung dilim. But the problem with darkness, it's even though you know where your room is, sometimes there are things na nakakalat, na nakalimutan mo, hindi mo alam nandun. And then you walk, and then your little pinky hits the side of the bed. Pag! Ah! Ay, Lord! Kunin mo na ako! Then you look at your pinky and nakaganyan siya. Everything is up except your pinky. So kailangan mo hatakin pabalik. Crunch. Ah, it's okay. See, darkness would bring pain to some of us, especially when we don't see what's going on. In the midst of the lifelessness, in the midst of the darkness, the Spirit of God was still present. And God had an answer to this problem. You know what He did? He created. You see, God in, this, in the Bible expresses Himself or shows Himself in many different forms. He is Father, He is Provider, He is Healer, He is Righteousness, He is Victory, He is so many things. But in the beginning of everything, in the beginning of, I believe, one of, one of the most perverse generations, although there was no people, but yet it was dark, it was lifeless, it was chaotic. He presented Himself as Creator. Amen? And in His creation, He brought order to chaos. In His creation, He brought life to lifelessness. In His creation, He brought light in the midst of darkness. See, God's created in the midst of all this so that He can put to order, He can bring back life, and He can remove darkness and bring in light to save that generation, to save that time. And at the end of it all, God's crowning glory was the Creator creating human beings or humanity. And it says in verse 26, that he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness. Now listen, it was clearly stated earlier that what image and likeness did God present himself in the beginning? He was creator. So when he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, you know what he was doing? He was the creator, was making creative beings. Can I tell you today that you are a creative being? Are you hearing me? The Creator used created beings to make His will come to pass. Actually, Adam and Eve were the first influencers in society. Oh yeah, that's a word na medyo uso ngayon, di ba? Ayan, hindi na 80s generation, hindi na baby boomers, hindi na... Gen X, let's talk about millennials, let's talk about Gen Z. You guys understand what an influencer is? Yeah? So according to my friend Miriam Webster, this is a definition of a social influencer today. Because we are called to be influencers of society, so this is what the world tags as a social influencer. An influencer is someone in your niche. What's your niche? In your area of expertise or industry with sway or influence over your target audience. So basically, he is a person that has influence or she is a person that has influence over the people involved 
in your area or your, let's say if you're in education, this is an educator. If you are in the arts, this is somebody in the arts. If you are in fashion, this is somebody in fashion. They are in that industry. Are you hearing me? Influencers have specialized knowledge. They have authority and they have insight to that topic, to that area. Their pre-existing presence means they were there for a while. In that given area, makes them a useful launching pad for brands in search of credibility. Now, can you give me a name of an influencer, please? Somebody? What? No, no, no. We need... We need a glo sorry Pastor, I love you, but we need a global influencer. Any global, not just in the Philippines, but a global influencer. Somebody who is a brand uh, icon. Is it her dad or her mom? Okay, so Kylie Jenner, okay? Kylie Jenner. She is known for Makeup, right? Hindi si Kendall. Kendall is the model. Oh, ba't mo alam yan? <laughs> Chloe, Kim, Courtney, Rob. Di ba that's the brother? Nako, patay tayo, Pastor Etz. So Kylie Jenner is known for cosmetics. She's, her brand is very expensive. So if, if you, listen, if you, we're wanting to launch your own brand of cosmetics. And you will ask Kylie Jenner, would you come and endorse my brand? Do you think that it will be a success? Do you think that people would want to know about your brand? Would they at least be interested and try it at least once? Yes, because the influencer has that kind of clout. They have the ability to sway or to influence people in a certain direction. Tama po ba? And so when Adam and Eve was created, God had created them with influence to be able to speak to creation and to make sure that creation would go in order that the God had set from the beginning. But yet, in the midst of this, there was the biggest pervert, which was the snake or the serpent. How many of you know that the, the serpent crawls, what, the way it walks is not straight? How many of you know it's scolios? It's curved. The snake would move in a curved manner, meaning even the way it moves is already a picture of perversion. Are you getting it? And the first question he tasked Eve was, did God really say he put doubt or he brought a crookedness to her opinion of God. And then he said, no, he did not say that. He said this. Now she has a wrong opinion of God, a perverse opinion of God, and a perverse opinion of his promise and his word. And that's when the fall of men happened. And from that time, we are stuck in this cycle of perverseness. But yet God, in the fullness of time, the Bible says, God sent forth His Son to save humanity. Amen? And today, we were taken out of that, that darkness. We were taken out of that perverseness. We were taken out of that kingdom and we were brought and translated into another kingdom. What kingdom is that? It is the kingdom of light. Amen? Amen? And because of that, God put His very nature in us, His very spirit. Therefore, we return back to Adam and Eve, the Bible says, the original state of man. We become creative beings once again. Amen? But pastor, hindi naman ako creative. Hindi naman ako magaling kumanta, hindi naman ako galing mag-drawing, hindi naman ako galing sumayaw. Wala, wala, wala. I, I'm not creative, Pastor. Baka hindi ako yun. Let's understand a bit about creativity. Let's look at this video, please. 
Amen. Did you get that? For those of you watching, we the video link is below. You can just click it in uh, how do you say that in the com comment section or the description below, so you can watch the video. But what it's showing here is that all of us are creative beings because we are created in the image and likeness of the Creator. Amen. You and I have creativity. It may not, some of us may be creative in the arts. Some of us may be creative in media. Some of us may be creative in math. Amen? Some of us are maybe created in pro creative in problem solving. Meaning when, you're, when your business has a problem and you just look at it and you're like, ah, I know the answer to this. It's this simple. How many of you know that's creativity? Some of you are creative in, in, in counseling people. It's like every time somebody has a problem, they go to you. And you're, walking, you're wondering, bakit ako parati pinupunta ng mga to? Because they, the, the, words and the, the words that you say help people. It brings, it brings life. It brings order. You see, the purpose of creation is to save or to change society. To change a generation. Know this, that the giftings that you have, because we all have one gift or another inside of us. The giftings that you have, they serve a purpose. That God had given you a gifting for a reason. And that we are supposed to use that creativity, that gift. You know, Jesus talks about this in Matthew 25, about the parable of the talents. In verse 14, it says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his servants to deliver them his goods to them. One he gave five talents, to another he gave two, to another he gave one. But I like it. It doesn't show that God is, is, is ano, partial, meaning namimili siya ng favorites. No. He said, to each one according to his own ability. See, God knows kung ano yung kaya mo. And He will give it to you according to your ability. You know, some people are very gifted. Magaling kumanta. Magaling sa social media. Magaling mag-preach. Magaling mag-ano. Bola. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are very gifted. And you're wondering, buti pa siya, no? Napaka-gifted. Ang daming talents. Ang daming pwedeng gawin. You know, I'm amazed at my son at times. Oh, wow, nag-plug tuloy ng anak, no? Siyempre, proud si daddy. You know, I'm looking at my son and, and he, I see how he, he's so good at drawing. How's, he's so good with, at, at his video games. Nakala ko, sige, magiging gamer na yung anak ko. Kung ganan yung calling mo, Lord. Kasi magaling talaga siya sa video games, eh. But then all of a sudden, he gets interested in playing the keyboard and then he can just pick up songs by hearing it and he can play it. And I'm like, san galing to, and I, I see he's so creative. And I see he's so talented. And as a parent, I am not there to strangle his creativity. I will do everything I can to support what I see that is in him. I will recognize his gifts and I will celebrate it. And God is so awesome that not only does he celebrate our giftings, but he gives us these giftings. Amen. But what did he want to do? Now, when you see giftings, you think, kaya pala talent. But no, the word talent here is not talent that I am a talented person. The word talent here is a measure of currency. It is actually a weight. The heavier the gold, the silver, or precious metal, the more talents it is. So when he gave somebody five, talent, five talents, it means whatever treasure he gave, mas mabigat siya. There is actually more of it. But listen, whether he gave five or two or one, if you're not going to use it, you're going to waste it. See, the one with five, as we continue reading, he said, Master, I use this talent. And because I used it, I have five more. And you know what the, 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 the master said? Well done. You see, Jesus has, the Lord has given us creativity. He has given us giftings. 
He has given us talents. He has given us something. And God is wanting us to use it. Why? Because the more these talents, these giftings, these characteristics, creativity is there to bring influence. And if you don't use it, you are wasting your influence. That's why the one who did not use his one, the master said, even that I will take away from you. Because if you're not going to use your influence, God's going to give it to somebody else. Why? Because there's a world that needs to be saved. And if you're not going to stand up and do it, God's going to make sure somebody's going to stand up and do it. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be watching. I want God to use me. Anybody else here wants God to use me? Miss me lang, no? You. You want God to use you? Amen? So how? How, pastor, how do I use this creativity? How do I use these talents? Romans 12, 3 and 8. 3 to 8 says, For I say through the grace given to me, know this, know this, that your talent, your creativity, your gifting is not because you're so good. It's given because God is good. Amen? Grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we are many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individual members of one another. Having gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. See, your gift is there not so you can compare it to somebody else, your gift is there. Your creativity is there. Your talent is there. So you could use it. Why? Because there are people who need it. So where do I start, Pastor? Maybe you're asking that question. Where do I start? Where do I begin this, this journey? Start at home. Huh? Start at home. You know, when I was growing up, <laughs> when we had a party, my mom would call me, Etienne, 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 come here. Mommy. Oh, oh, you sing. You sing to all the guests. Mommy, naman. Mommy, naman. I don't want to sing, Mommy. Come on, come on. You sing, you sing now. Listen to my son. He has a good voice. Oh, you sing, you sing, you sing. I don't want, I'm shy. But yet, if you're that person, your, your mom or your dad tells you, come on, anak, do it for your family. No, I don't, I don't. Then you go up to your room, Lord, why don't you make me like Justin Bieber, Lord? I want to have influence to the world. Let me use my talent, use my singing, my songwriting to influence the world. But yet, you don't, can't even start with your own family to be a blessing to your own family. Anybody believe that Lea Salonga is a great singer? Come on, anybody know who Lea Salonga is? Lea Salonga started singing at parties. That's how she started. She was just at home singing. And all of a sudden, she got discovered. And now I believe she is, not one of, I believe she is the best female theatrical voice that this generation Worldwide, this generation has ever witnessed. But she started at home. Amen? Sometimes church could be our home as well. Yeah? Maybe this is where God wants you to use your talent. Use your creativity. Sayang ang prutas pag hindi pinipitas mahuhulog na lang at mabubulok. Yes? Ay, misis, yung prutas, nahulog. Nahulog yung bunga. Sira na. Guys, let us not waste the creativity 
that God has given you. Pastor, kasi sinubukan ko sa family ko tapos pinagtatawanan ako nila. Ayoko na. Ayoko na, Pastor. Ayoko na. Ayoko na. Now listen, we may not start as a 10 out of 10 right away. And sometimes our journey begins nandito lang tayo. But if God puts a desire in your heart, how many of you know desire is the beginning? And when you have the desire, it now, if you are willing to work on it, you can improve. Amen? But if you're just gonna stay and do nothing and keep it with you, you are wasting that which God has given you. And my prayer today, as Romans, as we end with Romans, as we read it, that whatever, whatever it is that God has given you, use it. Whatever it is that God has given you, use it. Because if you are faithful with little, God will make you ruler over much. If you are faithful with one, God can multiply that one to two. Faithful with two will become four. Four becomes eight. Eight becomes 16. 16 becomes 32. 32 becomes 64. 64 becomes 128. 128 becomes 256. 256 becomes 512. 512 becomes 1,028. Ano ba size ng gigabyte ng, ng ano mo? RAM mo? Listen. It may start. Alam mo yung creativity ko, talent ko, sa math. Magaling ako sa math. That's why I'm so interested in people. Bakit? Mukha ba kami ng numbers? I am very interested in people because one is the prime number. And a prime number is an important number. That's why one is important to me. Yes, we could fill this up with 622 people because that's how many seats there are in this place. But I am concerned with every individual that is seated on the seat because God is concerned with everyone. And if you would say like Isaiah, here I am, Lord. Send me. Use me. Then I believe He can bring somebody else with you so you're not alone. And as the two of you continue to obey, God can bring another two along and then you're four. And next thing you know, you have a life group in school. You have an alpha workplace at work. You are doing something in your company. You're doing something in your city. And your obedience has prompted others to obey as well. And your creativity, the Bible says, your gift will make room for you. And God will use you. And when you get to heaven one day, He will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Now look, you see all these people? Ang dami, Lord. Sino sila? your obedience opened the door for these people to know me. Ano ba ginawa ko, Lord? Wala lang. Naging, naging faithful lang ako sa trabaho ko. Nag, nag, I came to work on time and I, I did not cheat my taxes. I just, you know, I did what was right. I, I shared Jesus to my office mates. When people were crying, I consoled them. I prayed for them. Lord, 50 lang kami sa office. I, I only talked to 20, but bakit ang libo-libo yan? Because what your effect to one, that affected 50. And that 50 affected this thousand. Do you understand? You will never know the reach of your obedience until you come to heaven and the Lord will show you what you did. I want to see that rather than get to heaven and Jesus said, Ay, sa wakas dumating na siya. Sige, pasok na. Okay, thank you, Lord. Better luck next time, kid. 
I don't want to waste my life. Amen? It has to start somewhere. So maybe you're here today. Pastor, wala naman akong gift sa singing. Wala naman akong gift sa, you know, but what is it that you have? What is it that you can give or be a blessing to the body of Christ? Bible says every joint supplies. Everyone has a part to play. Everyone is important. So if you're saying here, Lord, Pastor, you know, I want, I'm tired of just sitting down, coming to church and just sitting down. I want to start somewhere. And when I start here, I know eventually I can go out and make a difference wherever God has called me. Amen? If you're here today and you say, I want to be that difference, I want to make that difference, would you lift your hands to heaven right now? Amen. Let me pray for you as you lift your hands. Lord God, you see these hands. And each one of them has a gift. Each one of them are creative beings. You have given creativity inside of them. They have the ability to be influencers. I pray that they are not influenced by the perverseness of this generation, but they will stand on the truth of your word. They will be led by your spirit. They will not compromise. They will not give in. But they will make a difference because you make a difference in them. Help all of us to stand firm, to stand upright, to not compromise, to use our creativity, our giftings, our callings for your glory. Lord, I pray for an anointing and a grace upon each and every one of them. Wherever you've called them, to their families, to the church, to their schools, to their workplace, to their cities, to the nations of the world, wherever they have an influence, Lord God, anoint them, bless them, give them the ability and authority to execute and bring salvation through Jesus Christ to the area which you call them. I thank you for their willingness to be used by you. And I thank you that you will not disappoint. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give Lord praise. Thank you for listening to this week's Home is Live podcast. Connect with us through Kumu, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Welcome home.